Hi, guys, and welcome back to Midday Match with Livy. Clearly, I am fucking Livy. Okay, like, let's just address the elephant in the room. If you're watching the YouTube, I look a little sad. I'm, like, looking at myself right now. I'm like, bitch, you look fucking depressed. And then if you're listening to this, I feel like we can all just tell my energy's off. And I would have loved to come in here and act like all was well and all is fine, all is dandy. Um... But it's not. And I did kind of want to hide this. I'm not going to lie. I did want to hide why I'm so sad right now. But I'm not going to. I don't know. I just feel like if anywhere I'm like the most open and vulnerable, it's on this podcast. And it's a lot easier for me to be open and vulnerable on the podcast than it is for me to be on TikTok. But because y'all fucking hate really like aggressively on TikTok. So like that's a little bit difficult sometimes. But um. I talked a lot about the guy that I was seeing and even though I was like, oh my God, like I want to keep this private, like I'm going to keep this private, I didn't. I think even in last week's episode, I was like, oh my God, I'm in love, I'm in love and I'm keeping that fucking in. I'm keeping that in the episode because that's how I felt in that moment. So like I don't want to discredit that whatsoever, but yeah, he definitely ended things last night. So makes me a little emotional. Obviously, I think anyone would be emotional over something like that because this was probably like the first person I ever met that I actually could like see myself in like a relationship with. So that's like definitely a hard thing to come to terms with in a sense. You're like, oh, like this person felt like low key, like perfect for me. Like it felt so good. Everything was so good. So you're like, bitch, why the fuck did he end it? Let me just tell you like what it is, is basically a bitch had too much trauma. Apparently I just had too much trauma. I do think he was a little bitch in the sense I'm like, I'm not gone, bitch. Um, No, I do think he was a little bitch in the sense that like I told him that I told him like I do have a lot of trauma that I'm actively working through, like I'm actively working through these things. They're not going to be healed overnight and it'd be insane if it was healed overnight. So, yeah. He ended it because I have too much trauma. Um, Basically, that's what I say is just like. I don't know. I don't know. I literally don't fucking know. I just feel like he couldn't handle it. Couldn't handle it. I also am like, I had a menti bee and we'll get into it in this episode because like this episode's all about menti bees, mental breakdowns, you guys. And yeah, we'll like deep dive on all of that and everything. But yeah, I like to just say that he ended things because I had too much trauma and it's a really hurtful thing because this person really did push me to be open and vulnerable and I was open and vulnerable and as soon as the second I was open and vulnerable he's like I gotta go like bitch I gotta I gotta I got I gotta go and yeah I just think like nobody's perfect relationships aren't perfect but if you want something like you work towards it that's how I view everything is like I never expect anybody to come into a relationship perfect. I feel like I did that for so long throughout my life and it's like I'm not I'm not doing that to somebody that's so unrealistic. It's like relationships are work. Like it's not going to be easy whatsoever and like he just wasn't willing to put in the work. Because like I was fucking working, bitch. Like I put my ass in therapy again. Like not again. Like I was just going more frequently because like I wanted to be open and vulnerable and I got to the point where I was. It just hurts. I know I'll be over it in a week. I go see Nicole this weekend in Miami. Thank God. Like a Miami trip could not be any better for me right now. I did not end up seeing Nicole in Miami. Go look at my story time on TikTok for that. But basically my dead friend didn't want me to go to Miami. So I was not in fucking Miami. 
even though Miami is like a dangerous, scary place for me, I think it's a dangerous, scary place for everybody. But I get to see Nicole, which I'm just like really excited about because she's healing me crying about Nicole. I'm like, I just get to see Nicole. Like, I'm so excited. Um, no, she'll. Yeah, I feel like there's nobody better I could be with this weekend while dealing with this. And I truly do know I will be over this in a week because I, bitch, I've buried my friends. You know, like I've buried my cousin. I've buried fucking, like I've had extreme significant deaths. Like you think this shit's gonna take me out. Babe, no, it's really not gonna take me out. Am I gonna cry for a couple days? Absolutely, and you should too. And honestly, like even if it takes me more than a week to get over, who gives a fuck? That's just life. I don't care, whatever. So... Yeah, I just wanted to address the low-key elephant in the room because it's like I couldn't just like come on here and be like, hey guys, and you're like, bitch, why are you shedding a tear a little bit? Like, why are you shedding a tear? That's so weird. But I am excited to be a slut in Miami. Um, and I I honestly, you guys, I wish I could just pop my pussy like that. Like, I wish it was like that easy for me to be like, I'm going to go fuck all of Miami. I can't. Like, I genuinely cannot. Maybe I'll try this weekend. Maybe I'm really just going to put a lot of effort into it this weekend. But yeah, um... I deserve the world. I'm a fucking queen. You're not going to treat me like that. You can get the fuck out of my life. And that will never change. And that'll never fucking change. I do feel embarrassed because I talked about it all on social media. But what did I tell you? I was confident in this working out. I was like, yeah, I just guess I didn't realize how much of a little bitch he was. You know, I just didn't realize he wasn't willing to put in the work in that sense. And like had a menti B. Maybe it scared him the fuck away. Good. Because I have a lot of menti Bs, bitch. But it's like, I have that menti B. I brush those tears away. I grab my fucking iced coffee and I run my fucking business. And that's just how I've always operated. So mm, let's get into this week's episode, which is all about menti Bs. And that is my specialty. A good old little mental breakdown. Anyways, why am I making this episode? <laughs> Because I've been having a lot of Menti Bs recently. I've just been in my feels emotionally. I was also, I'm stressed with work. I'll be honest. I'm stressed with work. We'll get into that, whatever. But I'm making this because, yeah, work life and just emotional life and personal life has been pretty stressful. And that's normal. I personally love a Menti B. And I think they get like, everyone's like, oh my God, like God forbid you have a menti B. Like fuck off. Sometimes you need to just have a menti B to get it over with, go on through your day kind of thing. So yeah, I just feel refreshed after my menti B. I'm like, I needed a moment to cry. Like I said, like I literally, like I just needed a moment to cry. I wipe those fucking tears. I grab a nice coffee and I run my business. I am quite literally showing you today what I do after a menti B. Like, did I have a menti B last night after we ended things? A hundred percent. Yeah. I just burped. That's so embarrassing. But like a hundred percent. Yeah. I had a fucking menti B and now I bring my, I could have canceled this studio session. I could have been like, Oh my God, I'm heartbroken. I just like can't, I can't fucking record today. No, I pick myself up. I wipe those fucking tears. I get my chai latte with a shot of espresso and I bring myself in here and I record a fucking episode for you. Okay. I have a menti B. I wipe those fucking tears. I keep it going. That's just me. And I feel like menti Bs get such a bad rap around here. Everyone's like, oh my God, like I can't believe she had a Menti B. Or even to ourselves, we feel like we're hard on ourselves. Like, why did I have a Menti B? You had a Menti B because you're a hardworking woman or man and you needed a moment to just break the fuck down. And you're going to wipe those tears. You're going to get your ass up and you're going to be okay. So, like, I want to talk about 
like why I have menti bees and like how to cope with menti bees and also like fuck that stigma around a menti bee that's like oh my god they're so negative and they're like so not good to have like that I don't know fuck that like have the emotional release you deserve it so let's get into what a menti bee is a menti bee is a mental breakdown when I think of a mental breakdown for me personally that could go two ways either one sorry guys if I'm moving a lot in the YouTube it's just like whatever um that could go two ways number one way being um where I just have like a full fucking panic attack and it's like the shaking, the crying, the like ah kind of thing. And it's just like everything's overwhelming and you just have that menti bee real quick. Or I just have like a little crying fest where just everything feels, yeah, I'm fixing my titties, fuck off. Um, everything just feels like super overwhelming and you just like have a quick little menti bee where you just like break down a little bit. And I think they're both like completely fine. Like whatever your menti bee is, it's like your menti bee. Like everyone has them unique to themselves. Mine's a quick little, it's probably like a good hour cry, like a cry. I don't really, I mean, I've had menti bees where it's like full panic attack, full fucking mental breakdown. It's not even a menti bee. It's a full mental breakdown, like code red kind of vibe. Um, and I'll get into that later on in the episode. But yeah, I feel like a menti bee is unique to whatever you want your mentee be to look like or to be like and that's okay so let's get into why I have mentee bees like what's triggering my mentee bees I also want to talk about burnout too we're going to get into burnout later in the episode because I get a lot of questions from you guys about like how do you deal with burnout and I was always like bitch they don't have burnout I burnt the fuck out anyways (laughs) so we'll get into burnout as well but I have menti bees when I'm just like, oh, it could be like, I curl, I burned my neck on a curling, like, look at this, it's so fucking ginormous on my neck right here, I burned my neck on a curling iron, and I was like, I'm going to lose my mind, like, and I just had a fucking mental breakdown real quick, and then it spiraled, and I was like, why do I hate everybody in my life, and like, I have to hire a lawyer, and like, I'm just tired, and like, I'm just exhausted, and I'm running a business, and then I'm like, oh, okay, like, I'm ready, I love my lip gloss, I look amazing, I look gorgeous, like, I put my clip and extensions in, I get my fucking iced coffee and I go. Like, I can have a menti bee over that. Or I can have a menti bee because I'm genuinely just stressed with work. Or my anxiety is high and my OCD is just, like, through the fucking roof and I'm touching trees like no other. And it's, like, those are just ways or, like, times that I have menti bees personally. And it... It just feels like everything just like piles on top and I'm just like, ah, like I just need a moment to fucking tear up. I just need a moment to cry a little bit. But yeah, and when I feel like I'm pulled in several, several, several different directions, like it just like feels like a lot or yeah, just honestly too, like I'm a perfectionist. So when I don't feel like something's up to the standards that I want it to be, mm, it can trigger a little bit of a mentee bee in the sense that like I just hold myself to a very high standard, which is like, I'm not saying that's fucking healthy. It's no, it's not. But like I deal with perfectionism. So if things are not the way that I want them to be, it can feel very overwhelming and very stressful. And I think that's just like a sign of perfectionism. Like I'm aware of that. So yeah. Also the unknown of life can just be like a little bit too much for me to handle and like the anxiety of it all. But yeah. So that's kind of how I struggle. I would say it's mostly like my anxiety and my perfectionism like mixed together. And then it's like a little thing like I can burn my neck on a curling iron and it just like sets off everything. And I'm like, I can't believe I have to hire a lawyer because that's like a big thing in my life. I'm expanding my team and like it's a little stressful for a girl like me. I think people, um, not people, I think specifically I sometimes forget that like I got thrown into this influencer world really quickly and I'm so fucking grateful do not get me wrong I'm so grateful I'm living a dream like I'm living my personal dream but it can be so overwhelming because it's like I don't really have anybody to go to 
to like ask them for help for anything like you know how you like go for your friends or your family to like ask them for help like I can't go to sissy and be like <laughs> like do you think that I should get a lawyer to look over my contracts kind of thing ew that is such an ugly angle okay no absolutely not but yeah you know what I mean like I I'm the first one out of everyone that I know that's doing the influencer world so that can feel overwhelming like there's so much and there's so unknown that I don't know I do say I will say I have a great team around me now but in the beginning I was like I can't do this like fuck the business side of things like honestly they'll fuck the business side of things um but yeah let's get into so that's like why I have menti bees I feel like everyone has a different version of why they have a menti bee but like how to get over a menti bee okay let's say you've had your menti bee your lips are puffed your head hurts the tears are gone you look in the mirror it looks like you just got punched in each eye bow, bow. you know what I mean like it's you're going through it clearly you just went fucking through it headaches everything I think it's really important to recognize why you had the mental breakdown so for me, I'll be like, oh, I had this mental breakdown because I'm stressed about work. And it's somehow someone brought up um, a brand deal and I just bursted into fucking tears. And it's like, OK, so the reason I had that was because I'm stressed about work. So I think it's really important to understand where the mentee B is coming from and like why you're having that mentee B. And I just think that's super important so we can get down to the root of it. Because once you get down to the root of why you had the mentee B, I think it's a lot easier to prevent them from happening. And sometimes I think, yeah, like mentee Bs are good. But if we're having mentee Bs every day, I feel like we need to like do something to like come in between them and be like, okay, so like, what the fuck is that? But yeah, I think, uh, I think getting down to the root of it is the most important part. Like, okay, why did I have this? What is triggering me? What is the trigger? That's what we want to figure out is what is the trigger? Because once we identify the trigger, we can be like, oh, okay, so this is the trigger. This is how I'm going to handle this moving forward. It's not as serious as my anxiety is telling me it is. Like your anxiety is fucking lying to you and it's okay. I had them on TV. We're all good. I figured out the root of it. We're going to keep on moving. I'm going to grab my fucking iced coffee and I'm going to run this business. Okay. So I just think it's important to know what the root of it is. We want to get to the bottom of what made you feel this way, to address it. I think it's also important to remind yourself that, like, it once, like I said, like, it's just your anxiety. Like, it's quite literally just your anxiety. Your anxiety is lying to you. Your anxiety is just... And, like, anxiety is fucking overwhelming, you guys. Like, anxiety is telling you thoughts that you don't even want to deal with. And so it's just overwhelming and it's lying to you. I think that's the biggest thing is like your anxiety is lying to you. Like things that feel so deep and so heavy or like are built up in your head to be like so extreme and things like that. It's like it's just your fucking anxiety lying to you and being a little cunt. You know what I mean? So I think it's important to remember it's like my, your anxiety is going to make everything feel 20 times worse than it normally is. And I think it's important to remind yourself, hey, I'm okay. I got myself. I'm good. These thoughts in my brain are just thoughts in my fucking brain. And it's okay. I had a mental breakdown. It's okay. And that's the biggest thing is like feeling okay after the mental breakdown. Like I know I feel a lot of guilt sometimes after a mentee bee. I'm like, holy fuck, like I just had a mentee bee. Like it's so stressful and these things. And it's like, bitch, you're going to have another mentee bee because you're like freaking yourself the fuck out about the mentee bee that you just had. So it's like, it's okay. I think I like, I think my biggest thing I want to get across here is like, they're not bad. 
they're good to have. It's good to have a little breakdown once in a while. You're a fucking human being. It'd be absurd to go through life and you don't once in a while just cry your fucking eyes out over something that might be so random as to burning your neck on a curling iron or your anxiety is just fucking overwhelming and like that's okay. But if we're having them every day, that's when I'm like, let's get into therapy. You know what I mean? Like, Let's get into therapy. Mine, I think mine happens like once a week. And I was talking to my friends about this too, because that is actually the reason uh, the man and I ended things was because I had a mentee B and he's a bitch. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, um, I was calling my friend and I was like, we, and she, her guy too was like, she had a mentee B in front of him and he was like, the fuck was that? And it's like, it was just a little mentee B. I think there's so much more common for women. Cause I truly think men don't know how to handle their emotions. And it's just like, yeah, I had a little menti B, but I'm I'm good. Like it's I don't need like clinical treatment. And that was also what was really pissing me off is that like he was like, I'm just trying to be there for you. It's like, bitch, I'm good. Like I don't need anyone to be there for me. Cause like sissy gets my FaceTimes at least once a week of me having a menti B. We walk it, we walk through it together and we're good. And I was telling my best friend that and she was like, Yeah, like it's a quick menti B. Like we have those like once a week. Like it's a thing, you know, like it's a thing for women, especially. And it's like men are like, oh my god. God, she had a mental fucking breakdown. Like, is she good? Is she good? It's like, baby, if I didn't have this, then I'd be a little bit more concerned. Like, sometimes I just need a fucking cry. Like, sometimes I need a good cry. I don't always want it to be in front of the guy that I'm talking to or things like that. But if it happens, it happens. Like, I'm never going to apologize for having a menti fucking be. You know what I mean? Like, I had the breakdown. It is what it is. If you're going to be a little bitch and you can't handle it, that's on you. That says way more about you than it does me. I'm emotional. I'm letting my emotions flow. What I'm feeling, I'm letting out, okay? Because it can feel just like it's built up in there. Like, I'm letting that fucking go. And if it's too much for you, walk the fuck away. And I'm like, bitch, he did. Like, he did walk away. No, but it's like, that's fine. Like, I'll hold the fucking door open for you to walk out of my life if a mental breakdown's too hard for you to, like, hold. Like, fuck no, absolutely not. How are you going to be in situations when it's actually, like, a serious mental breakdown? And my friend died. Like, that's when the mental breakdowns are, like, serious. And it's like, holy fuck. And they happen. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, if you can't handle a little menti B because I cried over, a, like, just something that's stressing me out, then you probably can't handle me in general. Get the fuck out. But I just think men are, like, really not accustomed to a menti B. And they get, like, really freaked out once they see one. Or, and I think it's honestly just the wrong men. I think I'm phrasing that incorrectly. I think it's just, like, the wrong men that are just like, what the fuck? But, yeah, like, uh, men just, like, cannot handle menti Bs. Because I've had a couple menti Bs in front of, like, a lot of guys. And honestly, actually, no. My ex-boyfriends were really great at handling my menti Bs. So I guess it's just, like, the little bitches I'm dealing with currently that just, like, cannot handle a menti B. Because I've had, like, two. Like, I had my coworker. I had a menti B. And we'll get into to that men TV, but I had one in front of him. You would have thought like, I like, he was like, Oh my God. And it's like, bitch. Okay. Actually that one was a little concerned. No, but it's just like, it is what it is. You know what I mean? So I just think like men really do not know how to handle them and don't get in your head about that. If a man is making you feel shitty about a mental breakdown that you had, not their fucking business. And if they can't handle it, it says a lot more how they can't, their their emotional capacity and how they live their life more than it does you. So I think that's just like a really important thing to keep in mind. Um, let's talk about burnout. I've been feeling burnout recently and I feel like burnout comes with a menti B, like just a menti B of like, I'm burnt the fuck out. And like, I think that's normal to have burnout too. I felt burnout a couple times. So we'll get into the ways that I felt burnout. Also, something I don't like is I'm going to be talking about my burnout in tense of my, in present tense of my life. And you guys know my life is 
all about like I do social media full time and stuff. And it's like, I don't know, sometimes I feel like a little bitch for being like I had a mental breakdown about like my job because I have such an amazing job and I'm literally so lucky and blessed and I'm so fucking grateful to be in the position I'm in that it almost I almost hate being like, yeah, I had like a little bit of a breakdown about it because it's like, bitch, like you like dreamed of this for so fucking long. But at the same time, um, or that I felt burnt out from this. I feel so much guilt that I felt burnt out from my job sometimes because it's just like, I dreamed of this for so long. Like I shouldn't be feeling guilt. Like I shouldn't be feeling burnout kind of thing. And yeah, I mean, no, I shouldn't be feeling burnout and I shouldn't be feeling like uh, overwhelmed or things like that. But I just think, yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to touch on that. Cause like, I am going to be talking about my job and like, cause that's what is bringing me the burnout. And I know like a lot of people could be watching this like, bitch, be so fucking for real. Like it's hard to make a TikTok. And it's like, no, it's not what I'm talking about. Like I love making the TikToks. It's just like, sometimes I feel a little burnt out and I want to deep dive into that. But yeah, I get it. Like if you're watching this and you're like, bitch, you're literally burnt out for making a couple fucking TikToks. And it's like, it's deeper than that. I swear. Um, but we'll get into it. So I felt I've done this podcast for three years. The first time I felt like true burnout. Actually, I felt burnout a lot with this podcast and I just kept like kept fucking pushing. Like I strive to do 52. I not even strive. I make sure I do 52 episodes a year. So that is um, like an episode a week. Like I don't really I don't know if you guys have realized I'm really strict on my grind with the podcast, especially. And I've been doing that for three years when I had a thousand people listening to now I have like 10,000 people listening. You know what I mean? No matter what, I was like strict on that schedule. And I feel like that caused a lot of burnout and it almost made me resent the podcast in a way because I was like, fuck this thing. Because like weekly episodes is hard. Like I'm the one that's writing them. I'm the one that's obviously doing this, which like I absolutely fucking love. Do not get me wrong. And I'm the one that's editing them. I do have an editor that I brought on now. Emma, I love you. Emma, you know I love you. Emma, you know I love you. But like she does my social media clips and everything like that. So it's just, but feeling burnout and I feel like you can relate this to any work that you do or any of your personal life, but it's just like, you're like, fuck like I literally don't know how much like I can keep doing this so like I took a break from the podcast for the first time for it was a two-month break and it was in the beginning of this year and I was like so stressed about taking a break and it was like I literally was doing weekly episodes for two and a half years bitch take a fucking break like I would actually wouldn't do episodes on Christmas or um Thanksgiving but it's like take the fucking break like that's totally not fine that's totally normal but I don't know I just me personally I think it deals with the perfection of perfectionism too where it's like I just feel like I'm like failing a little bit and I'm like wait what the fuck like why am I taking a break like I don't need a break and it's like it's okay to take a break and that's one thing that I really want to talk about is like taking the break before the burnout comes because once the burnout comes you just feel like fucking drained, fucking exhausted, just overwhelmed. But yeah. And then there just came a point where I was like, okay, I need a break, which yeah, like I said, super difficult. I don't love taking breaks because yeah. Oh my God. I'm like, just so good. Like everything I wrote down, I like just like talk about freely anyway. Sorry. Um, but for instance, my work life and my personal life, I have no balance. And I think it's because like TikTok is my full-time job and it's, and then the podcast is my full-time job and Instagram, like all social media is my full-time fucking job. And I feel a lot of, um, I've always had like a posting schedule for TikTok. It was always three to five times a day for growth. And now that I've grown to a point that I'm, I'm where I'm at right now, I'm 
feeling overwhelmed with like, okay, because it's like post the podcast and then I'm bringing like a YouTube series. Spoiler alert, but I am in all these things and it's, but then it's at the same time, I'm managing the business aspect of TikTok and stuff like that. And I don't think that is something I was not expecting where it's like, I have an amazing team. I have an amazing management. I have all of those things. And it's just, I just didn't realize how much of the business aspect was going behind all of this. And I don't even think I've scratched the surface, but like just like the taxes or like the accounting or things like that. And I'm bringing people on my team to, and I'm so fucking lucky and fortunate that I can bring people on my team to help me with that. But I would just say like the business aspect of things has stressed me the fuck out. Cause I'm like, what do you like? It's just a lot, you know, like it's just a lot to deal with where I'm like, I just want to make my TikToks. Like I just want to do it. Get ready with me. And it's like, babe, you got to do fucking taxes. And you guys are like, everyone has to do taxes, but I get that. And I hired an accountant and things like that. Cause it's like my taxes are, I have to do them quarterly. Don't get me started. Like literally don't get me started. Like I start having them on TV right now. I'm like, holy fuck you guys. Like I can't. Nope. And so it's just hiring a team, which I think is a little bit stressful. Cause I'm like, oh my God, I just, I don't know. I phrase it like this where it's like within five months, I just started running a business and it's like, no, nobody teaches you how to run a business and there's a lot of fails. There's a lot of mistakes and all those things. And it, it can be overwhelming and it can be very stressful and that's totally normal and that's okay. But I also feel the burnout in the sense where like I was posting so much on TikTok. I was doing those things. I normally don't get burnt out with creative ideas. I kind of have the same cycle of like I fall asleep at night. I'm like, oh, that's the TikTok I want to make tomorrow kind of thing. So it, I think it was just the business aspect thing, business aspect, business side of things that were burning me out a little. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so stressful. I'm like, I just want to do my mascara on camera, please. Um, and it's like, you can still do that, babe. And I don't know. I just think I've just been overwhelmed in general. And I'm learning how to take breaks because like I said, I was posting three times a day, every single day. So like, I just don't have a work-life balance where yeah, I don't know. I just like, I don't have a start and an end time to the day. Like I wake up and I'm go, go, go until I lay my head down at night. So I think I just need to learn how to have a work-life balance. And this is quite literally a therapy session for me. Sorry guys. I hope you love anyways. Mm. But you should allow yourself to have a work-life balance. I think my roommate is so good with a work-life balance where her work is her work and she works so fucking much Monday through Friday, but like Saturday, Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, forget it. She's like living her best life. She's going out. She's doing all the things that she wants to do. And I'm like, I need to be better at that where it's like, just cut it off for a second and like take the break before the burnout comes. Cause like now I'm dealing with burnout and now I'm dealing with I felt a lot of stress and pressure to post every single day. And it's like, okay, you don't need to do that. Like, you know what I mean? Like everyone, and it's like, everyone wants you to do that. And it's like, I get it. But for like, I have to put your, my mental health first. Like, okay, my mental health, I need to take a break and that's fine. So I think it's really important to take breaks before we get to burnout. And that's where like kind of at where I'm at now, where I feel the burnout coming. So I'm trying to take breaks and I'm not going to post every single day, all day. Uh, and I'm just going to try and take the break so that I can be the best version of myself and come on that camera and be funny as fuck for all of you guys. Cause that's what I want to do. I don't want you to feel like the burnt out version of me whatsoever. So yeah, let's talk about how to deal with burnout though. I think that's so important. Self care before the burnout. I feel like all these things are perfect for the burnout when the burnout happens. And then before the burnout self care. So like, I'm going to go through like my ways of self care. I like to take a step back. I like to take a step back and just like, 
breathe for a second and it's like, okay, whatever. But I also, I'm like trying not to hold myself to unrealistic standards because I do have really big goals and dreams. And I think that mixed with perfectionism can be extremely overwhelming where it's like I hit these amazing milestones and I'm like, yes, that's so amazing. It's like I hit the million we're up, but then I'm like, okay, but two million, like I could do better than like two million, let's fucking go kind of thing. And I think that's a that's like, eh, it's like a little unhealthy, but it's okay. It keeps me going kind of thing. But I think it's important to take a step back and be like, look how amazing you're doing. Look how fucking good you're doing. Look how much work that you've put into this. Like you're giving it your all. You're doing the best you fucking can. Like you should be so proud of yourself. And I don't have moments like that often where I sit back and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so proud of myself. I'm like always working towards the next goal and accomplishing the next thing. And I think it's take a step back and be like, I am doing fucking amazing. I am doing so good. I am so proud of myself. Like, I'm doing great. Like, 16-year-old me would be fucking dying to see how amazing I'm doing right now. So I think it's really important to give yourself, like, a pat on the back for all the progress that you had and all the progress that you've been making and just be proud of yourself. But don't hold yourself to unrealistic standards, which, like, I say that and I'm also like, mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, also take time every day to do something you love. That can be so small from like getting your little iced coffee to going to the gym. But like there should be like two hours a day where you're just like really focusing on yourself and doing things that you genuinely love. That could be like reading a book or things like that. But I also think like this back to the self-care of this all. Like for me, self-care looks like I like to get a weekly massage or every other week get a massage because like my massage time is genuinely therapy to me. Like Coco, you guys, Coco, I love her so fucking dearly. She honestly saves my life every time I go in there. Don't know. She has magic fucking hands. She's like an actual queen, but she like, I get a massage. That's really good for my self-care. I go to the gym six times a week and that's more for my mental health rather than what I want to look like body-wise. Like, yeah, it all falls in together and stuff like that. But mental health, I need to go to the gym and I just need to get those thoughts out of my head because, and I need to release those endorphins. I need to feel good. I need to get like going. You know what I mean? So it's really important for me to like go to the gym. Day- oh, I and I fucking, let me tell you, I fucking love a steam room. You guys sit in a steam room for 30 minutes. It's brutal. And then take a cold shower after. You're a brand new woman. I swear to God, you can like conquer the world. Like I promise you. It's like, so those are like little things that I do for self-care daily I would would, not the massage though but daily it's like getting well I don't get a okay I do and it's really bad financial decision but like I do get a coffee daily because they make me fucking happy it's like I just like to have my little bevy and that's that and I'm like living my best life with my fucking bevy anyways sorry that was more focused towards my financial advisors that are gonna be watching and be like this bitch spends too much money on coffee anyways um fuck you. It makes me happy. If this $7 latte gets me through the day, then that's all I fucking need. And this was $9, but mm, yes. So I think it's important, like journal, read, listen to a podcast. (laughs) Me, the podcast. No, but I love listening to Jay Shetty's podcast. It brings me like peace and calm and it makes me feel good. So I just like recommend just doing little things every day for self-care and making that a priority. Like before your work, before anything else is like, make that a fucking priority. It could be meditation. It could be anything, but make that a priority to 
focus on your self-care and your self-love so we can help avoid burnout. And I think self-care is a very important part of avoiding burnout and taking a break. So it's like a mix of like taking a break and avoiding and just like a bunch of fucking self-care in your daily routine. Just like do things that make you happy. Do fucking yoga. Like I love a good hot yoga session. It brings me back to life too. Like these are just little things that like genuinely help me with self-care and like avoiding burnout. It's like the little things that are going to release your endorphins are going to make you fucking happy. Do those. I also love a deep clean to the apartment. Like deep cleaning my fucking apartment, nothing better. Nothing better than a good fucking deep clean to the apartment. It just resets my soul, resets my pussy, resets my vibe. You know what I mean? So it's just like I love those things. Also like to hang out with friends. I like, and honestly, I know I talk a lot of shit about my friends. I love them dearly and I love just like, a good, I'm so excited for my birthday because we're all traveling for my birthday. I booked us the Airbnb and we're going to go and we're going to travel together. And like the most excited, the most thing I'm excited about is like one of the days we're just sitting inside, we're cooking dinner together. They don't know this yet, but we're cooking dinner together and we're just like having a fucking time. And like, that is what I value more than like going to the bars and like raging. Like I just value my one-on-one time with the people around me and like my circle. I don't know why I'm going to cry. But yeah, I just think that's like super fucking important to hang out with your friends, take a break from work, take a break from life and just laugh a little, get a bottle of wine and just laugh a little. And like, that's just kind of where I'm at, you know, where I just want to chit chat, laugh with my girlies, you know, and Tim. Um, But yeah. Also, I think a good reminder of like why you're doing what you're doing. Like I know exactly why I'm doing what I'm doing and it's like so I can help you guys. I think that's like my biggest thing through everything is I've always said that is like I want to help women with self-confidence and men but mostly like the women and my girls and my gays. Like I could give a fuck about these straight men out here. Go do your thing, whatever. But it's like I want to help my girls and my gays. I want you guys to have so much self-love, know your self-worth. I want to help you with your confidence and I want to do that all through humor and heart. Like that's just kind of like my mission statement. And I guess we can say that is just so fucking important to me is making sure you guys are at your best, you know, and I'm helping you the best that I fucking can. And like, that's my why, you know, I think it's important that everyone has their why behind what they're doing. So at times that are you're burning out or it's stressful or anything like that, you're like, okay, this is my why. This is exactly what I'm doing, what I'm doing, like why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I'm not going to stop that. You know what I mean? So yeah, like you guys are my why. Even when I think about today where I was like, I really, I don't want to record. And I was going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie. I was going to lie to you guys and be like, I'm so excited for Miami. Like, and I am so excited for Miami, but like, that's not the only thing on my mind. Like, yeah, I'm going through it a little bit today. My vibe is a little bit off. I allowed myself to be voting me just like bringing back up the breakup. It's a breakup. Me bringing it back up. But I'm like, fuck it. Like it just hurts a little bit. And it's But it's like, this is my why, you know, like I could have just been like, fuck it, like reschedule, just like contact my team and be like, reschedule this. But it's like, no, I want to come in here. I'm going to be open and honest and vulnerable with you. And it's like, my why is making sure you guys are good, you know, and making sure I'm providing the best content that I can provide for you guys with like my heart humor, giving you that self-confidence, that self-love that you deserve. Like you deserve that so fucking much. And I think that is the most important thing to me. So it's like, that is my why. That's what gets me up. That's what makes the TikToks keep going. That's what has the weekly podcast. You know what I mean? So that's extremely important to me. So remember your why. Also be proud of where you came and what you're doing. Like I said, just be proud of yourself. Like you worked your fucking ass off. Be so proud of yourself wherever you are and whatever chapter you are in your life or whatever season or whatever era you're at. Like just be so fucking proud of yourself because you did the damn thing. 
You didn't think you could do it, but look at you, bitch. You did it. So yeah, be proud of yourself. I think also noticing you're burning out is important. Like I like to deny my burnout a lot. I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. And it's like, you're not good. Like, cause who says I'm good like that? You know what I mean? And it's like, it's okay to be burnt out. It's okay to feel exhausted. It's okay to be like, I literally don't know if I can do this. Like, that's totally normal. It's like, it's so okay not to be okay. And it's just like day by day, hour by hour, minute by fucking minute. Like, let me tell you today, it is going to be hour by hour. Okay. And that's okay. How to cope. Let's talk about how to cope. At the end of the day, we want our mental health to be the most important thing. I think your mental health needs to be your priority above anything else. You have to make sure you're good before you can make sure everyone else in your life is good, if you know what I mean. Like you just, you got to be good before you take care of other people. So I think it's really important to focus on mental health and mental sanity. Honestly, those things are important. And I think just like finding that self-care routine, finding those things that help you will really help with mentees and burnout. So yeah, just, I also love to do, um, a me night. Like I literally love my alone time. I value my alone time so much. And I love to just have those nights where I'm by myself, where I'm like in my apartment, hopefully my roommate's gone. Love you B, but like get out. You know what I mean? Like, or even if she's there, I could still have my alone nights. That was so fucking rude of me. But where I like get a deep clean the apartment and then I make a really yummy dinner and I'm watching like my favorite YouTube or I'm watching my favorite show or anything like that. And I just have those moments with myself and I'm laughing and giggling. Like, I think it's so important to have those alone times because those are what like refresh me and those are what like keep me going. And like, I don't know, I value that more than anything. It's just like my alone time. My me time, it keeps me going. It keeps me sane. It keeps me gorgeous. Anyways, um, but yeah, also like, like I said, I just love to prioritize being alone more and just like my self-care. And I think that helps with my mental health a lot. So reminders on self-care things. I like a massage, the gym, hot yoga. I like eating out less because I feel like eating out. I, I don't know. Recently, I'm just like, this is excessive. Like get me fucking HelloFresh. Anyways, that's a, not an ad. And they can sponsor me. Anyways, but reading, just like spending nights alone being by myself, like all of it, just my nails, random. I'm going to get those done after. But just like focusing on those self-care things and like really honoring that and making that a huge part of your routine is like so important to avoid burnout and menti bees. Because honestly, they're like tied in together. Also like a mental health walk. And I just think the most important thing is like take care of yourself and like make sure you're taking the best care of yourself and be fucking nice to yourself. Like I don't think we're really that nice to ourselves that much. So it's like you're doing the best you fucking can and that's all that matters. That's all you need to be doing is the best that you can. (sighs) Which is like a hard thing for me to like remember sometimes where I'm just like, damn. But yeah, I feel like that was like the Menti B episode. It's so funny that I'm recording the Menti B episode while I'm like in the midst of just like having a couple Menti Bs this week. But it's like you get to see the raw, real and vulnerable version of me. And like that is what it is. And I'm so grateful for you guys. And I love you so much that this just feels like a safe space where I can come on here, talk my shit. You guys support me no matter what. Like that means more to me than anything, honestly. Like the community that I've built here is just... That is my why. That's my why. But yeah, I love you guys so, 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 so much. I By the time this podcast comes out, it's going to be two weeks later. I'll probably have a new boyfriend. No, but I will just be, you know, I'm good, you know. I did have a little Mendy B. 
a little sad. That's okay. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to get my, I'm going to wipe my tears. I'm going to get my iced coffee and I'm going to run this fucking business if it's the last thing I fucking do because is what it is, you know? Mm. But I do love every single one of you. Thank you so much. And if you're going through a hard time or you're struggling a little bit, you're not alone. It's okay to have a mentee be love yourself, honor yourself, focus on that self-worth. I mean, that self-care, that self-worth and that self-love. Cause like you got to make sure you're good before anything else. So if you want more of me, follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at she is Livy. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube. I want to grow my YouTube fam a lot. So ew, YouTube fam, who am I? Jake fucking Paul. Anyways, but I do want to grow the YouTube a lot. I love you guys so much. You're amazing. Yeah. I'm trying to post for a thumbnail right now. Fuck off. But like, <laughs> 